everybody. Welcome back. It's another edition of the Off the Monorails podcast. Here's truly here, Jordan, joined today by my good friends, Justin and Ryan. What's up, guys? How are we doing? Hey, what's up, guys? We are doing great. Great, great, great. We are uh, already in the Halloween season for Walt Disney World. Yes. We've already started Mickey's Not So Scary. Halloween party's back and already completed its first full week of activities. So looking very much forward to that uh, later in October for myself for the first time. Uh, you got me wanting to book it now. They've already got the leaves and the pumpkins and everything out. Like I know, like it's it's here. Hey, why not? Come on, man. Come join next me. Next thing you know, I'll it's be Festival there. of the Holidays. It's like these things uh, just see, keep going, going man. Yeah, it's so good. We've been talking about doing the um, doing the Halloween party or the Christmas party for probably three or four years right. now. And you know, when they they didn't do it in 2020 for obvious reasons, mm-hmm. 21 they did a version of them, but it wasn't the same. Right, it was like a soft um, opening. <laughs> so yeah, so we decided you know we're gonna pull the trigger and do it this year. So. We doing it for the first time, so look very much looking forward to that. And of course, we'll uh, we'll have a lot of stuff coming around that when we go in October. So absolutely, stay tuned for that. Um, just a special shout out for any new listeners uh, to the show. Welcome. This is the Off the Monorails podcast. Uh, we are an adult focused uh, Disney going podcast. Uh, that's what we do. We've been pass holders for. Years now, and well, some of us, some of us are newer. Like Ryan is a newer found pass holder of a year or so. Yep, uh, September will be a year. Man, that's amazing. Yep. That's amazing. How much has he done um, in a year? Like incredible. A lot. <laughs> Look at my bank account. He's done a lot. Yeah, <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> but I say that means he spent a lot of money. <laughs> so that's that's who we are. Uh, we love going to Disney. We love taking our families to Disney, and we love having fun as adults at Disney. And there's a lot of things to do. Um, and so we try to uncover it all and bring it to you and do it in the best way and most efficient way possible so that you can have a good time and experience what Disney has to offer for you as an adult. So, uh, um, yep, yep. And, and to support Jordan's statement, um, I am a part of this podcast and roped into the Disney lifestyle for the past now year and a half because the sentiment that he just stated is true. There are things for adults to do and they had to show me the light. And once I finally realized it, this is what it became. It is now literally a a good problem to have. I have to have Disney. And <laughs> yeah. My family has to have it. And it, it just yep. rings true time and time again. There's plenty for everybody there. Tale as old as time, as they say. Oh, look at you. <laughs> I like it. So anyways, um, <laughs> uh, we've got a great episode for you today. Um, we are going to get food tracked for this entire episode. Uh, so Jordan, explain food track for our newer listeners. Food track is simply a definition and it is essentially when the topic of conversation turns to food at any given moment. And um, of course we like to do that all the time uh, in the middle of any type of conversation. Miraculously, it finds its way to the subject of food and uh, we get sidetracked on food. So we coined the phrase, food tract and we even made it a t-shirt so go uh, check out offmonorails.com click on the shop button get your own t-shirt there you can have it high quality and get shirts food tracked with us yeah 
So, um, so yeah. So today's episode, we're going to get into a bunch of food uh, that we got to enjoy when uh, Ryan and I went on trips recently um, to Walt Disney World Resort. So uh, we're going to just discuss uh, some more in-depth reviews of those dining experiences uh, so that maybe if you're um, looking to book some dining reservations at Disney for upcoming trips, uh, you may want to consider some of these spots or not consider them. We'll, we'll find out. So uh, before we get into the episode, just want to mention the affiliates, uh, the, some companies that we uh, work with. Uh, you can find links to all these companies in the episode description. Uh, but we'll first start out with Electric City Roasting Co., uh, they are uh, a small batch coffee roaster out of Scranton, Pennsylvania. They make some fantastic coffees um, and we can't stop drinking them. So go check them out. Electricityroasting.com. Uh, you click the link, like I said, in the episode description to go there. Uh, they're also going to give you 20% off your very first order. Uh, that's exclusive to us, uh, to our listeners. Uh, use the code OTM coffee 20. That's OTM coffee two zero. You'll get 20% off your first order. They've got whole bean. They've got ground coffee. They've got K-Cups. Uh, they got it bulk packs. I know you get like a five-pound bag of coffee beans if you really want it. Um, they got something for everybody there. Yeah, whatever so, the situation, they got you. And in addition to the, the initial first purchase discount you get, they're always running other deals too. And we, we always post those on Instagram and Twitter. So anytime that we you know see a new discount out, we're always putting them up there. Uh, we got to give our people a good shout out because they make a fantastic product. Absolutely, yes, they do, and that's why that's why they're we're, we're partners. So, um, also want to uh, mention uh, Viori. They make some great performance wear. I'm addicted to their shirts. Uh, Western Rise also makes some great technical wear. Easy to pack, easy to travel with. You're talking about stuff that's like anti odor and things like that. that are just really good for travel, especially to Florida. Right. And Walt Disney World Resort. Uh, in case uh, they're a very uh, well-known company, they protect equipment like laptops with cases. They've got backpacks. They've got literally anything you want to put your electronics in. They've got it. Go to them. They'll protect your stuff. And then Spy Optic has been making some great eyewear for a long, long time. I've been wearing it for a very long time. I know Ryan has as well. I know Justin has as well. Uh, they make some really good stuff. That's why we partner with them. So, again, check them out. Episode description. Uh, click the link and uh, go find some good stuff. Um, also, we already mentioned our website, com. Not only can you find the Food Track shirt there, you can find some other shirts. You can find hats, uh, maybe even uh, another design or two along the way. So um, stay tuned for those. I'm very excited for what's upcoming. Uh, you can read the blog there. Uh, so like today's episode topic, uh, we're going to be discussing some dining locations. Uh, we'll have full-fledged dining reviews there with photos. Um, so if you prefer to read or bookmark things for to follow up on. This is for you. Uh, you've got detailed trip recaps. You've got some other opinion posts and things like that in there. Some other how-tos and tips. Uh, and we're posting articles in there all the time. So go check that out. Again, off the monorails.com. So with that being said, fellas, let's uh, let's dive in. So again, we we recently just took some trips, uh, Ryan and I, uh, to Disney. Uh, Ryan uh, went with his family, uh, stayed at Pop Century Resort. They hit the parks a few uh, 
few of the days and they had um, they had a, a dining reservation that they uh, hit up. Uh, my family went a few days after his family did. We stayed at Port Orleans Riverside again and we just we stayed there about a month ago um, with the crew. And uh, this was I just wanted to take our family back and take the kids there and let them enjoy it because the pool was fantastic and they absolutely loved that area. Uh, the playground they spent a lot of time on. Uh, the the resort itself is just so beautiful. And then um, we actually enjoyed a little bit of the uh, pool at French Quarter too. So you can actually walk over there or even drive over to French Quarter. And so we um, we enjoyed their pool area as well. I hadn't been there uh, before, so that was the first for me. Uh, they have the uh, splash pad wet play zone as well. So uh, the kids enjoyed that for sure. And so we just had a really good time at that resort. And But I know that you know Ryan and I really had a great time, of course, eating at, eating in these places. So uh, let's go ahead and break it down. Ryan, where, uh, where would you like to start? I will start with uh, the first day we got down there, we had a reservation for Steakhouse 71, which is at the Contemporary Resort. So that's off of the monorail loop beside Magic Kingdom. Um, that is a resort that uniquely the monorail goes through the center of it. And the station is actually yeah. in the in the heart of the resort, which is pretty darn cool. Um, I had never actually set foot in this resort other than stopping there on the monorail to drop people off while going to oh, TTC. Wow. Um, okay. I have an experience there, too. So nice. what was your first impressions of the resort? Oh, just something that could be so classic but so modern at the same time, which on one note they just yeah. redid everything like new furniture new decor uh before the yep. 50th anniversary opening so yeah i got to see the newer version of it which i know before that it was very contemporary <laughs> believe it or not but um yeah very 70s. it was like 1970s yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. um but yeah. somehow they still was able to capture and emulate like a a very classy 1970s but sleek and modern at the same time. Yeah. I, I will say the updates they did are very mid-century modern, um, but like very, very on point to the style. And I think, you know, if you're looking at the flavor, uh, you know, they, they themed some of the rooms in the tower to the Incredibles. And I think it's, that's the spot on yep. what it should be. Yep. Right. It's that, that time period. Yeah. Cause so. it's very, very, superhero-ish, you know, luxury kind of yeah. thing, especially with how the theme of that movie is. But like, yeah, we we just drove there from our resort and um, just pulling up there, man, yeah. and like walking up and getting in the main lobby. Uh, mm-hmm. it just it was awesome. It, it, it it's pretty unique too, right? Yeah. So you went up the escalators to go to the main section too. Yep, yep. To where yeah. like you know Chef Mickey's and then the uh, Fantasia yep. gift shop is. And the Mary Contempo Blair Cafe, mural, yeah, yeah, um, just so cool. And you get into that main atrium, and it's just like an A-frame in the middle, and these room yeah. balconies are just kind of like cascading over you. And then next thing you know, a monorail comes zooming by, and it's just mm-hmm. like, where am I? Uh, yeah. But to me, the highlight of my first impression was just being at the foot of that Mary Blair mural, and just looking yes. up at it and really appreciating just how big it is it's i mean yeah. it's it's massive but it's beautiful it really is breathtaking and i got a i got a pretty pretty good snapshot or two of it and um yeah yeah we we hung around and 
took a few pictures, you know, took family pictures in front of Bay Lake and um, seen a couple of rabbits out there on the lawn and walk right up to them, just kind of watch them eat grass. And, um, yeah. you know, we had a few minutes to kill before dinner was, was uh, our table was ready. So um, we get into Steakhouse 71, man, and, like, just the entrance to it, how they have this, like, this archway, like a tunnel almost that goes to the front desk. It's it's yeah. just it's it's so unique. It's beautiful. Yeah. But um, man, I, I was impressed by by this this meal. Um, their their menu, it's uh it's very to the point. They're they they still have a pretty vast menu, but it's like it's clear cut. This is a steakhouse. And basically, you just choose what steak you want. But they do have like some fish offerings and <laughs> okay. some chicken offerings. But I was there for some beef. I wanted a steak. <laughs> yes. So, yes. Um, yeah, we get in there. They take our drinks. Um, I was very, I was, I was very on the fence on what I wanted because I seen they had like a um, a ribeye and a porterhouse, and then the prime rib. And I opted for mm-hmm. the prime rib. I just, you know, I always get a ribeye no matter where I go because, to me, that's the king of steaks. Um, as far as the fat and meat, it is goes. a good one. And um, yep, but something about that prime rib was just tugging at my heart. So I've, I even asked our our waiter what his recommendation would be, and he told me his favorite cut was the prime rib. So I opted to take his advice. You know, um, see if he knew mm-hmm. his stuff. And uh, got the prime rib, and it it come paired with mashed potatoes uh, and a Yorkshire pudding. Which is oh okay. If you're not familiar with what a Yorkshire pudding is, it's quite not pudding. It's more like a um, <laughs> like a bread that's made in like yeah. a muffin tin, which it starts out as a batter, and it's a uh, like a popover. If you know what those are, they they rise really high, and they're doughy, and it's like a just a, a savory pastry, if you will. And it's perfect paired with uh, you know raking it through the drippings of a prime rib or yes. a gravy of some sort. But uh, that's what I offer. So, what did you, what sauce, because that comes with a sauce as well. I know they're known for their sauces there. What uh, what sauce did you get with that? I got the apois sauce, which is a, um, like a peppercorn gravy. And this was also okay. upon the waiter's suggestion that this was the best sauce pairing okay. uh, for this cut. And um, my wife, Brianna, she got the. Um, what did she get? She got the ribeye. She got, I think it was an eight ounce ribeye and she got the red wine sauce. So I was able to try both of them. Um, the, the apois sauce was awesome. So it, to me, it was like a very, very rich, uh, brown gravy, but it had just mm-hmm. like whole black peppercorns in it with cracked black peppercorns. So, I mean, it was very like black pepper forward, but it wasn't spicy. It just had a black pepper flavor. Yeah. And I mean, I, I was putting everything in it. I was dipping Yorkshire pudding in it. I was taking a full <laughs> full of mashed potatoes and just submerging them in it. Um, yeah. I, I was I was being my true fat boy self. That's what we call sampling. <laughs> yeah. The kids, they got um, they got steak as well, all three of them. Um, some of them got like uh, macaroni and cheese or mashed potatoes or green beans. Uh, one of them actually just opted to get mashed potatoes and some grapes. Um, they they offer fresh mm. grapes as a side for uh, the kids and uh, apple slices, and um, 
I will say, even aside from the flavors, the values that the the menu provide were actually very surprising for being that the contemporary is considered a deluxe resort. Um, mm-hmm. a, a kid's meal with a steak, two sides, and an ice cream sundae at the end was thirteen bucks each. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, and then like my prime rib, it was a little, it was the, mo- the more expensive steak dinner on the menu, but it was thirty eight bucks. Still not bad. Yeah, for a twelve ounce prime rib with the sides twenty too ounce, included. If you will. It was twenty ounces. Huh. It was big. And huh. I'm a fat boy. I did not even eat the whole thing. I took some back with me to eat the next day. I could not clear it Jeez. out and I tried. Yeah. But um yeah. you know, for the five of us after um pass holder discount, it was hundred and forty bucks and that was with a handsome tip included like that that was the price after i tipped the waiter very well yeah for a steakhouse like that's yeah pretty dang good yeah yeah did y'all um did y'all have any drinks um actually i did not drink any alcohol at this uh this dinner it was a very very hot day okay and, uh, i sweated a lot so i literally just <laughs> had water with my dinner that night i didn't i did yeah. not even drive a beer I was looking at their their cocktail list and their they had a pretty decent it looks beer selection but their cocktail list is pretty extensive. Yeah, they have like a, a Belvedere and a, and a few other things yeah. like they have like old fashioned, um, mm-hmm. you know. And rarely enough, I just was not feeling a, a cocktail that night, and that's a very rare occasion for Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> I thought for sure that the Disney Single Barrel Reserve Knob Creek was going to make an appearance. <sighs> you know. It didn't make an appearance one time on this trip, believe it or not. This is probably <laughs> the first time I've been there and not had the Knob Creek. Oh. But, uh, oh man. Yeah, I, I let Epcot uh, provide the alcohol for me on this trip, and it, okay. and it did. Okay, fair enough. But, um, fair enough. Yeah, I, I will say this the ice cream sundae that comes after the kids' meal, that's an adult size ice cream sundae. So they give like two heaping scoops of vanilla ice cream in a bowl. I mean, it comes on a plate with three different bowls on it. Do you think they'll let me get like just kid two kids entrees or something? <laughs> no kidding. Honestly, the, the, the kid's steak was four ounces with two sides. Like, I mean, paired with that give me Sunday, two of those. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, Come on. the ice cream, the two scoops of ice cream came in their own bowl. But then they bring you iridescent Mickey head sprinkles. And then and, oh, I mean, yeah. and it's it's not just a pinch of them. It's like a bowl of them. And then they also have a bowl of chocolate chips. And I literally a damn bowl. Like I was there was enough where my daughter put some on her Sunday and then I was just eating handfuls of them out of the bowl as a snack. There you go. And they couldn't finish their <laughs> Sundays, so of course the dad tax kicked in and I'm clean up hitting these oh, Sundays, yeah. which I've Oh, you know it. Gladly do, but I was already sick full, so I was just piling it in there. Like I'm not sending this back to the kitchen. But um, nope, you can't. No. Yeah, uh, fantastic. Uh, I'll say this: best best steak I've had on Disney property yet. Oh wow! So beat out Grand Floridian Cafe. Yep. Yes, in my opinion, yes. And now that that's that's comparing a New York strip to a prime rib. So maybe that's kind of apples yeah. to oranges. But as far as flavor goes. Yes, best one yet. What would you uh, say about the atmosphere of the place? Oh, yeah, man. The setting? Inside a Steakhouse 71, like you have the lounge right there too, so you can actually, the the lounge and the restaurant are both like seamlessly connected. 
So you can see straight to the bar. That's where your drinks come from when you order them in the restaurant. So um, really just so elegant. It's so elegant, so sleek, but it still yeah. it still has a tip of the hat to the classiness of what contemporary was to begin with in, in 1971. Um, yeah, just so thoughtful on the design. So Ryan, let me ask you this because this is the restaurant that used to be, uh, known as the wave and had a different menu and things like that. Um, different setting, you know, all that jazz, a lot of complaints previously to the wave with it. The food was pretty good, but the setting was like a, was like a cave almost. It was too dark and, uh, you know, just wasn't up to par with the rest of the contemporary because you are on like that bottom floor with no windows. So how would you compare that, you know, compare those complaints to the current setting of Steakhouse 71? Oh, man. Um, I thought the lighting was perfect. It was somewhere in between. You know how like Le Cellier has like really low lighting because it's meant yeah, to emulate a cellar? Mm-hmm. Um, yes. It's it's in between the low light that a nice restaurant should have. Cause I don't think nice restaurants should have like fluorescent lighting and everything's just lit up. Right. I think, I think there right. has to be a, a mood set in these nice restaurants, mm-hmm. but it was still well lit enough where you're not like squinting or looking up to see if a light bulbs out above you or something. I thought it was perfect yeah. cause I'm, I'm kind of light sensitive anyways. So I like darker rooms, but um, it was still very well lit. Um, and like I said, the, the bar, like the lounge area of steakhouse 71 and the restaurant mm-hmm. are seamlessly connected. You, all of the booths are set low, and the tables are set low, so you can actually see everything in the restaurant going on. Okay. So it's very open concept, very airy. You don't feel trapped. Um, yeah, you know, I I had never been to the wave beforehand, but I can tell you it was anything but a cave. Yeah, well, that's awesome. It sounds like uh, I'll be going here very soon. Yeah, it sounds like they they may have listened to some of Likewise. the critique that people have given, and they you know try to give people what they want. So that's a awesome yeah, thing. Capitalize on it. Yep. One out of 10 rating. What you got? I'd give it a seven and a half. Okay. I'll take it. Okay. It's not too shabby. And that, and that's purely based on that. I have other places I still want to hit before I give somebody yeah, a course. 10 out of 10. All right. Well, let's, uh, add another one that I had for the first time, but I know Ryan's been, and I don't know if Justin's been or not, but, um, we, um, so we went to uh, the first dining reservation that we took the family to. It was uh, we were there uh, this weekend celebrating my youngest son turning two. So uh, shout out Grayson, happy birthday, little two year old. Happy birthday, little buddy. Um, and so I thought it would be fun and different uh, to go somewhere we've never been, but we've walked past plenty of times uh, at Disney Springs, uh, which is Rainforest Cafe. Uh, for dinner and so it's the volcano that you see at disney springs if you're not familiar and since because and since we were uh staying at port orleans riverside uh, it was very easy for us to get over there because they have uh, boat transportation along the sasagula river that takes you directly to disney springs and it actually lands you directly behind uh rainforest cafe Uh, so it's pretty much perfect for going there especially that anywhere on that side uh the marketplace side of disney springs area uh so 
the boat ride is about 15 to 20 minutes from Riverside. You do stop at French Quarter most of the time to pick up people there. Uh, and then you go on. So it's it's total about 15 to 20 minutes. Uh, but it's a beautiful ride down the Sasagula River. Uh, great mode of transportation. Super convenient. I highly recommend it. The ride back is great, too, because, you know, especially like as it gets later, uh, they run those boats, I believe, until 11 or 1130. And as it gets later, it, it gets hopefully a little cooler. Um, it is Florida still, but it gets a little cooler. You still you pick up a little bit of that breeze as you're moving through the water. And uh, so it's a really good mode of transportation. So highly recommend Not it. Not only that, but that's that's how you see Florida. Well, yeah. And it was it's cool, too, because you do get to see you get to see the golf courses. You get to go by the tree houses at mm-hmm. Saratoga Springs. Uh, you go right in between Old Key West Resort and Saratoga Springs Resort. Uh, so it's a different way. And then uh, you come into Disney Springs and you get to see all the all the buildings and everything from the water, which is a right. completely and different it's a perspective. Unique way of seeing Disney as well. That's what I was going to build yeah. into. It's one way to see Florida, but then you get a unique view of Disney. Yeah, you ride by the amphicars coming through from oh, Boathouse, which is cool, you know. So it's just all around a good experience and a good way. And I prefer much prefer it over the bus or anything like that. So uh, it's just very convenient. It's much easier than loading the kids into the car and driving over and dealing with the parking yeah. garages and things like that. So all in all, really good. Um, so we got over to uh, get over to Rainforest Cafe. We did not make any reservations for this uh, restaurant. I couldn't. It wasn't available through the Disney app and it wasn't through open uh, open table or anything like that uh but what i did have in my pocket was the landry's select club membership card uh which if you don't have one this is not uh, hashtag not sponsored hashtag not an ad but please go do this uh it's 25 dollars for a lifetime membership to this thing and it is good to use at any landry's restaurant um worldwide and that includes uh, restaurants like Rainforest Cafe, which is at Disney, and Yak and Yeti, which is at Disney's Animal Kingdom. T-Rex. Uh, so you, a T-Rex is included in that as well. Yep. Uh, so you can use it. It's $25. But then when you use it for the first time and register your account, you get $25 in rewards back. They send you $25 for your birthday for free. Uh, so it pays for itself in its first use. Um, so I highly recommend it. You also get rewards every time you dine there and give them your card. But my favorite perk, and this is how we were able to go and have dinner without a reservation was that it gets you priority seating at any of the restaurants. So as we walk up to the booth, there's a family in front of us and, uh, they have a party of four. We're walking up with a party of six and, uh, the party of four in front of us is told, that their wait's going to be approximately 50 to 60 minutes. Um, I was not going to wait 50 or 60 minutes for this dinner. Uh, it was very hot. And uh, so, and I was hungry. Hmm. Um, so I get next to the stand and uh, give them my card. And for my party of six, it was a 20 minute wait. Uh, so beautiful. I highly recommend getting this card. It has worked flawlessly every time I've used it. Um, I've been able to walk right into places, walk right into restaurants, uh, rather than waiting for an hour, um, like people in front of me. So it's, it's got its advantages. Use it. 
If you've ever um, wanted a pro tip, that's it right that's there. That's it, man. Just just do that. Um, so let's get into the let's get into Rainforest Cafe itself. And this is the location again at Disney Springs. There's another location at Animal Kingdom right outside the entrance. And this was for dinner. Um, I'm going to first touch on the atmosphere of the restaurant. Um, it's really cool. It's very different. It's very interactive. Uh, it's got animal animatronics everywhere. As you enter through the, we're going to call it the gift shop to the restaurant. It's full of, you know, jungle, you know, esque things and animals. And the restaurant itself has thunderstorms that happen and the animals, you know, go crazy and stuff. And it, it was actually, it scared kids like when we first walked in because they didn't know what to expect and they see all these big animal, you know, animatronics and stuff like that. But uh, the the sky is kind of like lit up and starry and stuff on the ceiling. So it was pretty cool atmosphere. I'll, I'll say that some of this stuff did look a little dated, but um, all in all, it was pretty good and pretty fun atmosphere. The fish, large fish tanks everywhere as well. Um, so I would, I'd say uh, it's a pretty good atmosphere. Uh, it was very loud. The restaurant is pretty big and there's multiple levels to it, but it was extremely, extremely loud in there. So, so much to the point where, especially when the thunderstorm comes through. Yeah. Well, and our server was trying to like talk through. um, One of my complaints about this restaurant is that they have so many like menus and promotions that they try to, you can tell that they, they, the servers have to mention all the things. And that was one of my complaints was because she's trying to talk and tell us all these things. And, you're trying to take note of them and you can barely hear above all the other noise. And then there's just so many things to keep up with that. Then you can't keep up with them. Um, so that was that. Um, but uh, the food itself, um, there's, there's a ton of food options and food, food varieties at this restaurant. Uh, they are known for like their huge appetizer uh, that, uh, similar to the T-Rex dish that Ryan uh, had previously on a, on a, on a episode a few episodes ago, um, where it's like spinach, artichoke dip, cheese sticks, chicken strips, um, things like that. Um, they, they're known for their, uh, some of their more island flares, like their coconut shrimp and things like that. Uh, they've, got, uh, they've got steak dishes, um, but um, I opted personally for the uh, black and fish tacos. Um, they were pretty good. They come with, um, they're grilled black and tacos. So they came with a, like a jalapeno ranch. They had red cabbage. They had a pico de gallo and black beans, but they were served on a single corn tortilla. There's three of them uh, on the entree, but the single corn tortilla was just so flimsy that they broke apart very easily. And that's just not a very fun experience when you're trying to eat tacos. Um, they, they were okay. It was okay. Um, I wasn't blown away at all by this meal, to be honest with you. Uh, it was just okay to me. My, my mom and dad who were with us, um, they had, uh, they got this Korean spicy stir fry, uh, with chicken. Um, they absolutely loved it. They were, could not say enough about it. Um, and then uh, my wife got the steak and she said it was, it was good. Yeah. And she, she liked it, but um, I, for me, the, the food options here, it felt very much like a chain environment, you know, like 
I don't know if you had the same experience, Ryan, but like it was, it was very much, I, I could tell that this wasn't a Disney owned restaurant and I could tell that it was kind of like more mass produced food, if you would. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of emulated like a Chili's to me. Yeah. Yeah. Like an overpriced Chili's. Yeah. Cause I had the Creole <laughs> yeah. mac and cheese when I went and it was good. It was really good actually, but it wasn't like. It wasn't like an out of body experience when I took my first bite. It was like, you know, oh, right. this is good. You know, like I'm not disappointed by it, but it's not something I'm going to rave about. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing, too. It's like that, like you brought up, right? Like that Creole mac and cheese is $21 mm-hmm. for mac and cheese, right? My tacos were $21. You know, like it, the, the stir fry that my parents got was $26. I mean, these aren't cheap meals. And so like, if you go to like the steak dishes and things like that, then you're talking $40. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, it's not cheap. And then you're also paying premiums for the drinks and they have a ton to choose from. So if you are looking for cocktails and specialty drinks and things like that, this is the place because they have literally everything. So much so that I couldn't make heads or tails of like what actually was what. Because they just had so many things. And um, you get like souvenir glass options and things like that too. Um, but the, the drinks were, um, they had a good selection. They had, they were good. Um, but they, they're moderately priced, you know, around like $15, $16 or so for some of the specialty cocktails. Again, moderately priced, but um, all in all, um, and I don't know what what you would say, Ryan, but I think all in all, like this restaurant for me was like maybe a four or five out of ten. Um, I think the atmosphere and the theming is really it's it's pretty good. Um, but I don't I don't know the next time that I would go to this restaurant. Yeah, I, I was gonna say a five. That that would be solid for me because there's there's room to improve there. And uh, from my experience at T Rex, very much the same complaint that it felt very chain driven and uh-huh. and just the noise the noise is so distracting from like for some of the experience yeah and see what's funny too is that the the restaurant group that that owns them is landry's they they own and operate yak and yeti which is at animal kingdom inside the theme park and i only hear nothing but great things about that restaurant yeah same. And so it's one of those that's like I'm very kind of confounded, like how how that operates versus how you know how these are operating. Yeah, and they even own like Morton's Steakhouse and Bubblegum Shrimp too. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. I would probably say it's probably along the lines of exclusivity, if you will, of being within the parks versus at Disney Springs. Agreed. Uh, that could probably play an effect into it, plus the menu offerings. Uh, yeah. between the two, uh, you're going to have more of your, you know, chicken tendies, burgers, and you know, those kind of offerings for the more, uh, open crowds versus the more restricted crowds going into Yak and Yeti going for more like specialty dishes. Well, and see yeah. like the, the Rainforest Cafe at Animal Kingdom, they actually serve breakfast at that location too. So that's already something additional yeah. there. So yeah. for science, I kind of want to eat at that one and see if there's a compare and contrast of it being <laughs> literally yeah. at the park versus it just being at Disney Springs. Yeah. Yeah. It would be a good test. And I would like to see, but yeah, I just, I, 
again, went there with all the intentions that they, it was for the kids and that they would enjoy it. And right. I think they did. Um, but yeah, for me, it was that meal was way too much money for the quality of food that I got. If, if that makes sense, yep. you know, like I felt that if I would have spent that same amount of money, uh, I could have spent that same amount of money on dinner at a handful of other places and had a much better experience overall, right? Overall atmosphere. Like I could have eaten the same meal. I could have spent the same amount of money at Steakhouse 71, like you had, Ryan, and had to, had a way better meal. Yeah. You know, in my opinion. Yeah. Right. But you pay for that atmosphere, you pay for, you know, the that's you know, that stuff too. I get that. So yeah. So all in all, I don't know uh, when I'll be back, uh, but if you're interested or if you're you know thinking about going to Rainforest Cafe, there's my honest opinion on yep. it. We're so. out here taking these L's for y'all. Yeah. <laughs> but we take W's too. So I mentioned that we we went to the French Quarter pool. Um, that was on Sunday morning, and we did that because when we were riding the boat back to our resort on Saturday night from Disney Springs, we passed by French Quarter. My oldest says, oh, wow, that pool's cool. It'd be nice to go play in that. And I had actually had a breakfast reservation uh, for Steakhouse 71 the very next morning on Sunday morning. Uh, but being the uh, being the dad that I am, I decided to give up the breakfast at Steakhouse 71, uh, which I've had I've heard nothing but great things about. And coming right off of uh, Ryan having a great dinner experience there, I was like, all right, this has to be a money decision um, that we should do it. Uh, but because he wanted to go to that pool, uh, I canceled that reservation. Um, so that we could go Sunday morning and play in that pool. Um, so I did that, but the, so as I canceled that reservation, I immediately went to check, all right, is there anything we can go for lunch then? And maybe we can go for lunch somewhere before we head back home. And wouldn't you know something that's a, a dining location that has always eluded me over the past Same. six years, um, I was finally just for whatever reason it was available and at the perfect time of day too. And that is beaches and cream soda shop at, uh, at Disney's uh, beach club resort. And let me just say, I understand now why it is so hard to get a reservation for that place. <laughs> um, for one, if let's just go in the same, in the same order the location of beach club is fantastic you couldn't ask for a better atmosphere um you know it's it fits very much into the place and the theming wise right it's very much that um that old school diner feel you feel like you're at a diner at the beach um it's done in a very elegant way a uh, very like updated way not 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 like old stainless steel diner but it's still got the jukebox. It still has some very nice things about it. Uh, it still feels like a diner, but it feels like an elevated diner at a very nice beach. So it passed the vibe check. It did it, immediately. It was, it's just so nice. Um, and let's just go into, and in, into the star of the show, which is the food there. Um, it's again, a classic diner, 
inspired menu. And uh, it was it was everything that I, I hoped it would be. I, I just had a, a, a beef. I just had an Angus beef burger. It was just a classic smash style diner burger. Uh, but it was good. It was good. It wasn't like the most amazing burger I've ever had. But it but was not a diner burger. Yeah. No. Um, so it was great. Um, my wife had the grilled cheese and she elected to add ham to it. Ooh. You can add ham to it. You can add bacon to it. Oh, that's a game uh, But it was like it was like freshly carved but thinly sliced ham too. Ooh. So it was like it was good. Um, you can get uh, normally that comes with uh, a creamy tomato soup. Uh, she actually just opted to get fries instead, which were fantastic. They're steak fries, old school steak fries. Mm. Um, my parents got uh, the French dip sandwich and split it. Uh, so thin, thin slice roast beef uh, came with an al jus, of course. Uh, it was fantastic. I tried a bite of that. And then uh, they had some great kids options, too. Um, so they uh, they had they had a great time uh, with that. Of course, we uh, we also had to go through. I, had, I got some chili cheese tots. Um, they were loaded with uh, with chili, with a cheese sauce. Uh, with sour cream, green onions, um, hashtag the works, just everything. It was so good. Um, mention uh, the 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 shakes, man. Like you see a lot of pictures yeah. of this place, and it features a lot of the specialty shakes. And so I had to do that. Um, I had the uh, confetti shake. Uh, so it's a giant shake. Comes in a giant like sixteen ounce mason jar. And then uh, it had a giant confetti cupcake sitting on top of it Lord. Um, with with a little like chocolate Mickey on top. Diabetes, take it's, the wheel. It's oh, my mm-hmm. gosh, it's so good. <laughs> you know, and the, the whole thing, the whole thing is like covered in sprinkles, too. You know, so it, it was insane. My uh, my parents also uh, elected to split the chocolate brownie shake. So oh. picture the same type shake, but chocolate with a giant brownie sitting on That's top of screaming it. screaming my name. It was, and the it's just that gooey, cakey, oh, you know, yeah, oh. just that nice food, nice brownie, yeah. And then, um, and yeah, the kids got just some shakes as well. And then because uh, it was uh, Grayson's uh, birthday weekend, uh, he did. They did uh, give him a little magic of uh, a little birthday ice cream. So hey, that yo. was uh, that was fun as well. So all in all, um, this place did not uh, disappoint whatsoever. Uh, I will be back. I will be trying to again get the dining reservations for this place. No matter no matter when it is, I will be there. Um, it is insane, insanely good. Um, they have, they also do like floats and stuff like that. They do hard floats. Uh, so they'll put stuff in there. Like, a they'll do, uh, they do a Guinness, uh, and mint chocolate chip. You float. shut your mouth. Dude, they do a, um, they do a, a pineapple hard cider with rainbow <sighs> sherbet. Um, they do all kinds of different things. That just uh, screams tasty. Yeah. So, this is one of those that I will uh, I will be back again and again for, uh, and I think next time I'm going for the kitchen sink. Yes, that's which what I was is, about to say. Uh, if you haven't seen this, it's served literally in a silver sink. Uh, it's got, uh, I believe it was eight 
scoops. I mean, we're talking like large scoops of ice cream. Uh, it's covered in every single topping that they have in the restaurant. A whole can of whipped cream. Um, and a whole can of whipped cream. Uh, so, and then they do a chocolate lovers version of it, or they do a Neapolitan version of it. Uh, we saw several through the restaurant while we were there. Um, several clean sinks were were done. So I was very proud of those tables. Uh, they say it serves four. Um, I'd like to put that to the test. So <laughs> hey, there's three of us. I plus will, Kim. Uh, hey, I, I think we could. T- we I think we have a chance. Yeah, I think us so, big boys I, can I, hit I, that. I watched us eat beignets, so I think we have a chance. <laughs> Um, but yeah, all in all, this was a, this was a great experience. Um, and I cannot wait to go back and I can't wait for you guys to go. Same. I've been dying to go there. So, um, all in all, that was a a good weekend for, for me, as far as food. I know Ryan, you got some, you got to try some other things while you were at Disney Springs, right? Yeah. Uh, we actually hit Disney Springs the morning that we were, uh, heading home. So the, the whole point of us going to Disney Springs at all was to hit Gideon's because once we've had that that coffee from there, that has to happen every time we go down now. So um, <laughs> we opted to get another peanut butter nitro cold brew. Amazing. Again, never disappoints. But this time we actually got to try the cake slices too. So we had coffee. We bought the coffee, uh, nice. two different cake slices, and I think four different cookies. I think we spent like $60 there, but it was amazing. But, um, so easy. Yeah, like I said, we both got the peanut butter nitro cold brew. Um, Brianna got the red velvet cake, and it actually had like a cream cheese icing, and then like candied mm. praline pecans on the outside. So good, man! It was so good. And then I, I got the um, the chocolate. It was chocolate cake, and it had marshmallow cream icing with chocolate chips on. on the outside. It was ridiculous. Come on. And these cake slices are huge. I probably yeah. could only eat like a third of it. And I actually took the rest to work the next day. And me and a buddy of mine shared it. Man. But um, I got one of the flavors from Florida cookies, which is the orange oh, pecan yeah. chocolate chip cookie. Yeah, I read th- I read about this when I was interested was, to see how it, it was. It was good. It has like chunks of dehydrated orange in it. Yeah. It was like so perfect. Like you get that little bit of tanginess from the orange. You get the the nuttiness from the pecan, then you get the sweetness of the chocolate chip. But Gideon's puts like the sea salt on top of their cookies. So it helps yep. the, the ultra sweetness of the chocolate. It's an amazing taste. It was just such a combination of layers of flavor. It, it was so good. And then uh, the kids got, I think the s'mores cookie and the cookies and cream cookie. Um, my dad taxed those. Those were amazing. Uh, and then I just got another, <laughs> that cookies and cream one. I love. Yeah, it was good. And then I just got another OG chocolate chip one to have uh, later yeah. that day when we got home. Had it with a cup of coffee, and it was it was darn delicious. All in all, man, man they like Gideon's was the stop. That that was the play for the ride home. Yeah, that's a good one. If you haven't yes, gone, sir. I highly suggest it. Yeah, yeah. yeah and I would say too, uh, check out their. Uh, other location in Orlando, closer to uh, downtown Orlando. If you're headed home off the highway on four, um, it's like 10, 15 minutes out of the way off of the highway. Uh, but they're in a little co-op building uh, and you can get in there and, and find some good stuff there as well. So if you're not going to Disney Springs or you don't want to wait in the virtual queue or anything like that, or if it's long there, uh, you've got another opportunity there as well. Yeah. Uh, to go find them. So yeah, that's uh 
man, I wish I had some right now. But yeah, it was a good uh it was a good time of uh food at Disney oh, this yeah. trip. So it never disappoints really. No, uh, other than you know you know, other than my mediocre experience at Rainforest, but I won't blame that on Disney because it's not Disney's restaurant. There you so. go. They've been absolved. There you go. Um, so I think uh, I think that's about going to uh, do it for this one. Uh, you got anything else, guys, before we head out of here? No, nah, man, that's it. Uh, just uh, just want to thank all of our newer uh, listeners that have found us uh, through whatever social media platform or directly through our podcasting. Uh, so we want to give a shout out to all you guys. Don't forget to follow all the social links, uh, all the other ones that you're not following. Uh, we have YouTube, Twitter, Facebook now, uh, TikTok, uh, you name it, we're on it. Instagram is our big one, but uh, we're on yeah. all of them. So give us a follow, like, subscribe. Don't forget to hit notification bells. And please, 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 on your podcasting platform, if it gives you the chance to give us a rating, or uh, leave us some feedback. Uh, it helps us, and it also helps other listeners uh, navigating through all the different podcasts. So definitely, if yeah. you have the chance, help us out with some of yeah, that. Yeah, be appreciated for sure. And also, if you'd like to support the show, uh, you can do so by buying us a coffee. Uh, there is a link in the episode description. Uh, there's also a section on the website, com. Just click the support button, and you can buy us a coffee or two. And by doing that, uh, you allow us to do more stuff at Disney and bring you more content. Uh, we are uh, dedicated to make sure that we can bring you as much as you know, as comprehensive as content as we can. And um, your uh, your generosities go a long way in, in helping us do that. So it is very much appreciated if you feel led to do so to buy us a coffee. Uh, we do appreciate it, and we like coffee. Absolutely, so. we do. All right, guys. Well. With that being said, it's been a pleasure, uh, and uh, we'll catch you guys next time. I'm Jordan. I'm Justin. And I'm Ryan. This is Off the Monorails. Mm-hmm.